the shirts. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and thank my wife for me. Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> Benzema. You do all. <laughs> you do all. All right. She's my dresser and my glory. Oh, Charlie. That's, that's powerful. <laughs> we glorify God for her life. All right. Yeah. So um, what do we have today? Yes. Uh, today... I'm sharing on submission, love, and respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, we started February, so February is a month we of talk love. talk about love and we and talk things. about uh, family and marriage, and homes, yeah. parenting, Definitely. and what happens in the home. Mm. And it's important that we talk about it because, mm. uh, as we all know, uh, uh, the, the unit of society is family. Mm. So, whatever we see in the family, Mm. in the society is is a reflection of what is happening in the mm. in the homes and so when if there is a disease in the in the society the root cause is in the homes mm. so we want to focus on on the home and the home the today home. and the unit of the home is marriage marriage gives birth to the family um, um, so the man shall leave the, ha- uh, the father and mother and they will cle- uh, cleave to the yes, woman right. and they become one. Okay. It is at that point that the family is born. So I'm sharing on submission, love and respect as we look at what is the role of the husband and wife and what should be the relationship that should exist between them so i read a popular scripture ephesians chapter 5 21 to 33 it's a long one so let me go through quickly say submit to one another out of reverence for christ wives submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the lord for the husband is the head of the wife as christ is the head of the church his body of which he is the savior now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless In this way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body just as Christ does the church, for we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. So family is the foundation of society, and it is families that form a community. So uh, I pray that as we focus on this topic, uh, many marriages will be healed and restored. Um, So ideally, ideally that every marriage or family must have a father 
or and a husband or a father who is a husband, a mother who is a wife, and then children. But we know that this is an ideal situation. It doesn't normally, it doesn't happen. Um, there are times that you have one, the mother, a single parent, who have a, a, a single father, a, a father with a child without a, a mother or a woman in the house or a woman without the man, which most happens frequently. Or you may have a man and a woman, but there is no child. That the ideal is that we have a man, woman, and children. As since marriage was instituted by God, the relationship that exists between the husband and wife has to also be regulated by him. So Ephesians 5, where we just read, um, talks about the relationship between the husband and the wife and how that relationship, the roles that each one should play to ensure that the marriage works. And so, it's first starts by talking about the wives and that the wives should submit. Now, there are two aspects for this submission. Number one, the, the issue of submission, before I come to what it means, it's, it's, it establishes the organogram or hierarchy in the home. Somebody must take the role of leadership in the home. So God assigns that leadership to the man. And, and, and that is why it says the wife should submit to the, to, the, to the husband. So God in that sense establishes the hierarchy. And in that hierarchy, there's nothing, it's not, it doesn't establish who is the superior. God created man and woman alike. He, pray, he created human beings, male and female alike, in his image. But in terms of authority and relationships, so that there will be order. Because where there is no leader, then there is bound to be chaos. Because everybody would fight for who should lead. So let me talk about submission submission first and i know that this is something that is uh, has been used and abused this word uh, for many reasons and first i will say that submission is not to make one person in the relationship least of a human being or inferior that is not the intention so what is submission Submission, the word that is used there, uh, it, it means to arrange in order under. To arrange in order under. And it is a military term. It's a military term. And because in the military, we have rankings. So the list of the soldiers, I don't know the rank, uh, uh, is under a sergeant. The sergeant is under a sergeant major and then it's it goes on and on like that so the 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 yes but one submits to the one above yes in terms of ranking so that is it 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 establishes a, a, a hierarchy 
a ranking of who you report to and who you should submit to. So that is what submission first does. But when we come to the marriage, apart from it being establishing the hierarchy, submission can never be forced. Submission is relates to the will of the person. And when we come to the will, we own our wills. I mean, nobody, even God does not intrude in our will. He negotiates with our will. And we, out of our own volition, uh, yield our, our wills to him to say that we submit to his lordship. In the same way, when it comes to family relationship, the, the wife submitting is a matter of yielding her will. It is a voluntary thing. It can never be forced. You can never tell your wife, hey, you know I'm your husband, so submit. She, you can force her to obey, but you can't force her to submit. Because I can obey without yielding. You want me to do this for you? Okay, I do it for you. And you know, uh, women are good at that. Uh, if you know what I mean. You want it, I give it to you. Uh, take it as you as you want it, but it is not coming from my heart. So submission is of the right of the woman to say, I out of my own volition yield my will to you. And that means that, you know, the other bit of sub submission is, is, is in this word, submission, that you sub under that what the woman wants to do for herself, she sets it aside to take up the duty that or what she desires for the husband. So it is never forced and it, it, it is surrounded or relinquished voluntarily to the husband. And so that is very important. The woman herself gives up her will. And that is submission. And the submission is to your own husband. Women are not made to submit to all men. They submit to their own husbands. So we are in the office. And they say, oh, but you're a woman. A woman is a managing director. And you have to respect her. For that, she doesn't submit to you in the office. But whoever she is, as also uh, wherever in, in her career, once she gets home, God expects that she submits. So to submit is to yield your will voluntarily to your husband. Uh, I, I trust that settles some 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 views that we have. It's never forced. Now let's look at the man. And the man is supposed to love. And look at what Ephesians 5.29 says. says, Husband, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, 
cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his, their own body, but they feed and care for their body just as Christ does the church. And I'll share four things quickly with us here. The first is, husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church. And I call this the marking scheme. Uh, the, the standard by which a man should love the wife is how Christ loved the church. That is the standard. Uh, and how did he love the church? He gave, he sacrificed his very life for the church. Number two, the key word, another key word there is make her. Make her. And we see that he says what? Make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. But I want to focus on make her. So the, 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 the proof of love by the husband to the wife is to make the woman. What that means is that whatever is lacking in the woman, the man, you make her to be what she is supposed to be. So for example, you think that she's putting on too much, too much weight, eh? It is your duty to make her come down to the levels that you want. You don't accuse her. Eh? You want her to dress in a certain way. Eh? You want her to have some nice long hair. Eh? Then you have to invest in some Brazilian hair. Make her. Make her that beautiful woman you desire her to be. And not look at another place. And, and then think that somebody is more beautiful. If she can't cook, make her a good cook. If she can't express herself well in another language, you make her. And so the husband's duty, a cause of love, brings the best out of the woman and makes her who she desires, he desires her to be. Number three, present her. Not hide her. Present her. So the, wife, the husband is to present his wife to the world as his jewel. Beautiful. Beautifully adorned. It says radiant. Impeccable. Without fault. And so the husband covers the fault of the, the, the wife. Does not bring her weaknesses into the public domain, shame her and degrade her before others. When the wife is presented outside to the world, we must see a beautiful and adorable woman. And it is the duty of the husband to present her. Let your wife look good, both on the outside and on the inside. And the last one is own bodies, own bodies. So husbands 
ought to love their wives as their own bodies. What is good for the goose is also good for the gander. When you buy a new dress, make sure that she also gets one. So if you love yourself, or the one who loved, as for sharing it, I showed it to my wife. I said, no, you know, there are some people who don't love themselves. So, uh, and if, the, if, if you don't love yourself, it's very difficult to love somebody. But once you love yourself, you must equally love your wife. As you treat your body, treat your wife the same way. And, uh, and we also come to this point. Love is also a matter of the will. Love is also a matter of the will. And love is a decision. It's not a feeling. It's a decision. Love is a commitment. And love is an action. I believe I have to repeat that again. Love is a decision. You decide to love. It is not just the feeling. Love means we are committed to our word and to the person we profess to love. And then love is an action. We cannot just talk, I love you, I love you, I love you, when it is not backed with action. Love must be seen in actions. So the question we can we have to ask, we want to answer again is so which comes first? Do I submit? Then I I I then if my wife submits, then I can love. Or does the husband submit then uh, love, then I also would submit. Yes. So which one comes first? Yeah. Love and submission are not conditional on what the other party does or doesn't do. The submission of the wife is constant, just as the love of the husband is also constant. Why? Because we do it unto the Lord. We are not submitting to our husbands. We are submitting actually to the Lord. We are not loving our wives. We are loving uh, the Lord. So irrespective of what your one party does, we still love. Let me quickly jump to respect, 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 respect. Submission and love must happen in an atmosphere of mutual respect. Submission and love must happen in an atmosphere of mutual respect. And what is respect? The dictionary says it is giving particular attention or consideration to somebody or giving a high regard that is esteeming that person. And that does four things. And let me quickly share that with you. Mutual respect eliminates the fear of being different. And when we marry two individuals, different backgrounds, many different differences in temperaments differences in what that what we like i mean even the fact that there's man and woman that that is a a huge difference but where there is respect for each other we respect the difference as well and that enables us 
to 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 be who we are in the relationship your respect towards your spouse gives value to the differences they bring to the relationship when mutual respect is given it opens up a vulnerability for each person to be who they are without the fear of being devalued condemned or judged unfairly so Respect enables us to be ourselves. Number two, mutual respect upholds healthy boundaries in the relationship. Even the healthiest marriages reinforce proper boundaries. When you show respect, appreciation for your spouse, you recognize that he or she has certain needs. He or she at some time also needs space, also has her individual life to live, and we balance that respectfully. So mutual respect gives strength to uphold these boundaries. So in the marriage, there are boundaries because of respect. And mutual respect compares you or somebody else would check your jersey, check your jersey. You know, sometimes when there are disagreements, uh, uh, we, we tend to think that uh, your spouse is against you. But uh, your spouse is wearing the same jersey as you are. You are on the same side. You are playing on the same team. So in spite of the disagreements, mutual respect tells you that, yes, we disagree on this, but we are on the same team. So we are not actually fighting against each other. We are for each other, and that strengthens the relationship. And finally, mutual respect strengthens the friendship between you and your spouse. And this relationship researcher, John Gottman, says that long-term vitality and connection is grown through intentional friendship in your marriage. Long-term vitality and connection is grown through intentional friendship in your marriage. In other words, marriage is healthy when you and your spouse deepen your friendship. Because it shows appreciation and value for your partner. So showing mutual respect provides the space for friendship to grow. Because I know that I am accepted. Why? Because it takes the fear of vulnerability out of the equation. Respect takes vulnerability out of the equation. I mean, no matter how I eat, if, if I know I will not be condemned, I will be free to eat anyhow. <laughs> I will not be condemned with, with how, after all, I'm with my wife. So my wife is my best friend. Because it's with her that I can be the most vulnerable. Mm. That can't happen without mutual respect. So as we talk about love and submission, underneath that is mutual respect. And when we respect each other, submission becomes easier. And when we respect each other, love also becomes easier. Submission and love, they are not conditional. We love because of Christ and we submit because of Christ. It's my prayer that this month, as we go through the scriptures about family, 
we would be talking about parenting as well along the way that many families will be restored and God's will will be accomplished in our families in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I said, Amen. You know, something as, as you were speaking, which one come f- comes first <laughs> is, is, is uh, a big issue, you know. <laughs> it's a real big issue. And I've, I've told people that, um, you know, if you are if you are married in the world and you have issues you know just just come come to the scriptures mm. but you notice that even christians you know are struggling to even pay attention to the things you talked about that it is not an if situation not at it's all. not a condition no you know if it's a if he, if he's a loving husband, you know, submitting to him would not be a problem. Yeah. But he doesn't love me. He doesn't yeah. show me yeah. love. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? I, I remember we had an issue, and uh, this is this is relating to a pastor, mm. a marital issue. And uh, as we talked and we're going to the scriptures, the pastor said, "This one is not it, Bible." It's not Bible. Ma- <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he said, he said you know, this one, you have to buy a bonnet. Egbina. Egbina. You can't say anything. You see? That's, that's, that's the biggest issue. Because most of the times, I think we are we're so emotionally, you know, attached. You know, we attach emotions to the challenges that we're facing. And then we set aside God's word, whether deliberately or, mm. you know, not deliberately, mm. simply yeah. because we want to feel good. Yes, and because we think that our experiences justifies mm. what we are going to justify our action. Right. But um, the standard is God's word. Absolutely. And uh, that's what we all strive to to attain. Mm. So, and I, one of the things I'm convinced of is the more we commit ourselves to obedience, the more God works on whoever we are mm. having the issues with. Mm. And so, if we submit, love will flow even if the person doesn't want to love. Mm. And if we love, submission flows. Mm. But, uh, invariably, I think also that the, the husband has a major role because um, even though Bible also affirms the leadership of of the husband in the in the marriage, uh, uh, the woman tend to respond more to the actions of the husband. Right. Yes. So if the husband laughs, it makes submission also very very easy mm. for the for the woman to do that. The woman would want to submit. I'll, I'll come back and ask you a question. I am waiting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Joy 99.7. I want to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This Valentine. That before before you guys got married, you love each other. Uh, supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> that is the matter. You know, supposedly, yes. uh, you love each other. And I'm sure it is because of the look and feel of, of each other from the beginning. But then when the, uh, you know, when the reality 
you know hits that you guys had your differences mm. you got had your temperament and the temperament have now mm. pro, you know become pronounced mm, you know yeah. they amplify yes. <laughs> it has been amplified everything yes. has been amplified yes. about you marriage is an amplifier <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know so once once uh, everything is amplified then you begin to revise your notes whether mm. i love this thing <laughs> <laughs> yes and i can submit to this thing yes <laughs> Oh, Lord, help me. Yes, it's it, it's because that's why, I mean, number one, uh, we have to do, uh, uh, I mean, our due diligence mm. before we, we, we commit to somebody. Right. Very important. Because from that moment, what we call love, then the feeling, it wanes with time. Mm. And it's the, what is left is a decision. I have decided to love you. Right. So love, that's why right. I didn't say love is a feeling. Mm. Love is a decision. Right. And love is a commitment. And, a and love is an action. Mm. So you prove it. All right. Yes. And that is exactly what Jesus does to us. I mean, we are not perfect, but he still loves he still us. He still loves us. He still forgives us every day. Yeah. So we can't, we can't do otherwise. Mm. You can do otherwise. Okay. 